Right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Tom Fullery with T and K, but it's really just T right now and a bunch of other random bozos that I don't really know. But that's not the point. The point is, I am up here in New York, uh, which was under circumstances, but... Start talking NYC. How you doing? <laughs> you want to start off first introducing yourself? Yeah. Oh, well, all right. Hi. It's Johnny Bag of Donuts. How you doing? <laughs> Hi, New Yorker. I'm uh I'm up here with my cousins, uh Johnny, Mikey, uh, and Mikey's friend Johnique. Pleasure to meet you. And uh Johnny's beautiful girlfriend, Crystal. All right, watch oh, thank you. Of course. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna hit me with a bag of salmolini, Brad? Huh? Huh? Ain't seen the side of me before. Loaf of semolina. Salami. Salami lid don't fit. Um, but yeah, Johnny, just whatever you want to do to introduce yourself, whatever you want to start off with, it's up to you. Uh, I introduced myself already. It's Johnny yeah, Bagadonis. That's all I want to say. You don't want to say that man you are? Well, how how much I love you? How I went to Tennessee? How much I missed you? And I haven't seen you in, what, like, five yeah. years? Well, bro, what? Don't call. Mutual. You don't write. The love don't is text. mutual. You know, life is busy, dude. I guarantee you, you don't text people back, do you? I do. You do? You make time? I always make time. That's good. That's yeah, good. I try. Yeah. So, what about you, Chris? Do you want any input before I move on to my here? No, nah, I'm pretty boring, so... That's a lie. That's a blatant lie. You could just say who you are. You could just tell them about how she told you to fuck off that one day. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a good story. We'll get into that later. That's, All right. good that's a good icebreaker. Mikey, what about you, man? Uh, I'm Thomas's cousin, Mikey. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Thomas and William. Too long, to say the least. But, of course, glad to see them again. Um, you I schmuck. Re- <laughs> I guess this schmuck has recently graduated college, Springfield College, mm. and last summer, 2020, throughout all the chaos of, Yo, of, fucking facts. of the pandemic. You fucking chooch. <laughs> Don't steal mine. It's and funny when so, I say it. Hey, you had your chance to be in this. You opted <laughs> out. You had, you had you your right. I'll throw my reverse card. We'll play Uno. All right, back to Crystal. <laughs> oh, say something now. <laughs> Look at you. Put a skip so we can skip Johnny. Play skip card? Skip. All right, back to Thomas. <laughs> All right. Next up is uh, Johnny. <laughs> I'm kidding. Johnny and I had a, had a pretty pretty good conversation. Apparently, this is this is Mikey's man, Mr. Smooth. He goes by. Well, Mikey, not not Johnny. <laughs> I think he goes by sexy. Beautiful. Angel of light, devil by night. Know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, watch, watch your profanity on my goddamn podcast, you fucking whore. All right, I'll admit that. Is the time still going? Uh, yeah, it's still going. This is, I do my I podcast just, live. This is my, this is I was confused. my thing. No, I was not confused. That was a joke. But um, <laughs> Yeah, my name is Janique. It's nice to be on here. It's my First ever experience on a Why do you have to think about that? I'm thinking about making one myself because I want to think from things that I'm saying and not just blur out words. I mean, respect. Respect. Let respect. The man it's a good, speak, um, it's a good practice. What a chooch! <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> yeah, I lost my train of thought. It's all good, man. But uh, it's nice to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to. Get into this podcast and talk about what we have to talk about. Appreciate you it. Speak with your chest next time. I like I like the shirt though. Let's you look great. Yanks. You look great. Let's go Yanks. 
We are in New York. Man, imagine being <laughs> a Yankee fan in New York, am I right? Nah. Imagine being a Mets fan in New York. Imagine just that. not being a fan of sports. Sport, yeah. That's you, not me, but hey. <laughs> to each his own. Right. You introduce yourself over there, little man. Can I hear me? I don't know. Am I recording? Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm William. I'm Thomas's little brother. And I woke up with him saying he wanted to put a glizzy in my mouth. <laughs> oh. Hey! All right, so so uh, first question. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> I know you guys are from North Carolina, and he just said glizzy. Um, so is the word glizzy? <laughs> this is the topic of our podcast. Cultural? Cultural? Or regional? Explain it. I'm not going to lie. Until probably like six months ago, mm-hmm. I had no idea what a glizzy was. Because you don't have one. <laughs> anyway, you don't have hot dogs. No, he didn't know what Blizzard they're meant. they're dog of hots, if you will. Oh, okay. You're weird. <laughs> um, but Sausages? but um, I don't know. Like like dead ass. Like my friends were talking about Glizzy's one day, and I I was just kind of vibing with it because I was like, I have no fucking clue what they're talking about. Like at first, I thought they were just memeing, and then they're like. No, like, like, and then they kept, like, talking about it as if it was, like, this actual tangible thing. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, you don't know what a glizzy is? And then the first they showed me, like, the weird Dairy Queen promo that came out. Where it was, have you guys, have you guys seen that? I don't think I might have. Yeah, yeah, the, the actual glizzy, if it were. <laughs> no. Where you had the hot dog in the ice cream with, like, mustard. And, I was like, there's no way this is real. <laughs> I was like, who? You you must have been on on actual drugs to have, come on. Could you can you just imagine looking you know, at a hot, hot dog, dog like, ice you know, cream? You know what would go good with that? You know what would go good with this mustard and get some goddamn ice cream? Put it in. Something. Put it in a goddamn cup and serve it to me cold. <laughs> like what? A cold ass. So wait, would you rather the <laughs> ice cream soupy and the, no. the glizzy the glizzy be warm? I would rather or the, it, the glizzy cold. Cold. And the ice, ice cream, cream hot. Completely cold. I like okay. my glizzy's hot and warm. Oh no! Com- completely cold. <laughs> I Jake like my glizzies inside of a hot dog bun. I mean, every sword needs a sheet. <laughs> maybe some mustard. What? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's probably a cultural thing, man. If you think about memes over time, and like, I actually did research on this once because I was curious, and I was like, I wonder what like the first meme was. Believe it or not, they were like revolutionary memes for like taxes. It was. It was <laughs> Wasn't there like I don't know like a newspaper giant... that had like newspaper writings or whatever that had like cartoon fictional Yeah, like a giant penis like... just I mean, I those sitting are... there. You could what? on the newspaper what? <laughs> I don't know. Go Yanks. <laughs> <laughs> Loaf of semolina. What do you want me to talk about, huh? I you make mozzarella. Oh, you know Who knows the secret to making a good mozzarella? Hmm? You put your fucking balls in it. You dip it around. You swirl them. I'm not going to go too much farther. Ding dong. The witch is dead. <laughs> you use it too early. Now I'm mad. I was supposed to say there, There's a video. I've been told that a lot. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, some people consider those the first memes. But, like, in my head, I'm thinking of, like, a meme as, like, like a one, like a one-page cutout like joke, not a not a like a little skit cartoon. Yeah. But yeah. I mean you you might be able to consider that. 
The earliest memes I remember, I wouldn't even. I remember iFunny. That was my first introduction to memes. <laughs> what did What did you start out with? I would say starter packs. Starter, starter packs. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It was like I'm they would make it. a like a collage of like four pictures. This before my time. How old are like, you? I'm 24. Damn. You never <laughs> ask a lady how old they are. <laughs> Very disrespectful. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Give, give me your hand. Give me that. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> what just happened was a kiss on the hand. That's what just happened. If you want to consider it the hand. Hey, kiss my yeah. queen, you know what I'm <laughs> But the starter packs. She's like, yeah. Lizzie, hey. No. <laughs> nah, but um, so starter packs would be like a skater starter pack, right? Okay. So... Oh, what are you talking about? Like a, like a, like a. a, a they have van shoes, van a helmet, shoes, a skateboard that's maybe like. Oh, it's, yeah. it's four pictures, right? And then like a right? Thrasher's t-shirt. So one picture is a like some checker vans, some ripped jeans. Oh, like their outfit. Like what would they wear? Yeah. Like, like okay. describing them basically. Like, okay, that's yeah. my alias. Um, wow. I don't remember of like memes, like starter packs. I would say. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely have me beat. That's weird. It's, what it's was yours then? You said it was mine. Mine were honestly just like when they there would snapshot something from a movie, and it would be it would like be just like just that picture, but then it wouldn't be like other friends. <clears throat> it would be something from from that like scene. So like for example, oh, I get what you're saying with a oh, caption over it. Like, yeah, yeah, like uh, like, I mean, I'm gonna use like a recent thing because I can't think of like, anything old or I, I don't know like uh like rocket power you would mm-hmm. see you would see a thing of rocket power and they'd be like zooming across the street and it's like when your mom calls you home for dinner mm-hmm. but you're you wander too far away from the woods or something like that i don't yeah. i don't know no, i know what you're saying though. yeah or like and then any is like like a jawbreaker one so and it's like uh oh <laughs> you go to a friend's house and she's like do you want anything to eat <laughs> It's just the big ass jawbreaker just <laughs> falling out. Oh, get a netty where they suck on those huge balls. Yeah, those things. Yeah. You don't have? <laughs> now nah, I got them chopped off. I don't want kids. Chris, well, how does that make you <laughs> I got neutered uh, at four years old. When you get them, they tied my tubes. You can't get. I don't know what I'm talking about. You're talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a podcast. Let's <laughs> talk crazy talk. Exactly. That's not crazy talk. This is crazy talk. <laughs> oh man. Oh, there's there's always like a weird, like interesting, I guess, cultural or generational like gap. I feel like every every ten years or even even as small as five. Like I I do not remember the start. Like for me, like when I'm looking at memes now, like those those types of things are just now coming back. Hmm. Where I guess you guys just automatically have God. Remember, like you know those like those weird epiphany moments where it's like, man, I'm starting to feel old. Guys are starting to make me feel old. I'm not even old. You're older than me. Good. <laughs> We're always old. God. No, we stop. But you're, you're only as old as your mind allows you to be. That's true. That's true. Oh, now we're getting deep. Yeah. Wait, I'll, I'll, go, the I'll go there. Leave it up to Smooth to do that. <laughs> I just want to throw it out there. Yeah. No, I mean, it's good, dude. That's... That's going to segue into another thing. We can talk about So more. how can you keep your mind young? Mm, that's a good question. Mental training. I mean, I want to see you By not going to public school. <laughs> wait, wait, what? No, 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 no. TikToks. <laughs> oh, that, that's not what I heard. Oh. I, 
thought you said something about taking cocks. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me? In which direction? In which sideways up the pooper? In which cavity? Oh my gosh! In your anal? In your ear? Ear canal? Nostrils? Staying, staying young, staying young. How do you (laughs) you stay young? Staying young. I mean, honestly, dude, like, if I'm if I'm being a little honest, Mike, I I never thought that you would have been as I guess young spirited as you are now. Because like when I when I when I was God, when you guys started to come down, you were always like a little bit more like the loner guy, like the lone wolf. Like, you would, like, pop in here and there. Like, when you popped in, you popped in with something funny. Like, you would just be gaming there, like, me and I would be rushing around, and then you would just say, like, some, something. I don't even know what you'd say, but you say something. You get, like, that one sentence, and <laughs> me and You're gay. <laughs> and they go back to playing games. <laughs> he said something little and make us laugh, and then we just... When would that be? When we were down in North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. when we were, you were younger. Like, I don't know. Like, Johnny, like, was always interacting with us more. Mm-hmm. Like, you would always, like, you know, take William and, like, kind of check him in and play, I guess, babysitter, I guess. But... You used to play Advanced Warfare. No, 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 no. I'm talking, I'm talking before <laughs> that. Like, way before that. Like, when you when you were just with like us. young? Like, before like you young probably Willie? remember. Yeah, yeah, like, real young. Like, still playing with, like, cars, Will. Yep. Vroom, vroom. I was playing with those room room race trucks. <laughs> but... playing with Hess trucks, little boy. <laughs> Hess trucks, yo, oh, Hess. you want to hear something? Guess what? one of my friends back on the island, his brother, his last name is Hess, and his like great great whatever grandfather founded Hess. That's wild. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> you swear? Swear. I don't know if I believe that, but I I'll mean, roll with it. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, if you're hearing this, we shouted you out. Shout out Hess. Shout out Mr. Hess. Shout out to Mr. Hess. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Hess. Man. And the Hess familia. Rest in Hess. Rest. <laughs> Hess will rest. Hess will rest. I tried to slam a word. It's more difficult than it seems. I tried. Yeah. I failed, but I tried. <laughs> That's all that counts. Hess will rest with the best. I would say to answer your question. I forgot the question. How, how to stay young? How to stay young? I can tell. Cocoa you butter. One. I can um, tell you one. I mean, cocoa butter or not, black never cracks. But um. <laughs> Ooh, I would say Sex. knowing that you Sex. are getting older makes you young because now you have that ability to go back and be like, oh, I remember that or, oh, I know how to act that way because you've already been through it rather than already being young so and wanting to be older. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone becomes older and they're like, oh, I want to be young. So how do you stay young? Well, you live in the moment. You live in, yeah. I would definitely say living in the moment. I, I think another part of that, though, is also it, it kind of goes, I guess, t- towards almost like a, like a parental mentality of if I, or I, I feel like we've all might've had this out at some point, but like, say there's a time where it's like, oh, you know, I wish my parents were more understanding. Oh, I wish my parents were able to see things from my perspective. Mm. Cause you know, it's a different generation. Like I'm younger, like maybe they just forgot. I think part of that is just remembering what it was like reminiscing what it was like to be a kid, putting yourself in your younger person's shoes of this is what I did. This is what happened. But now that I have the experience that I have taking back what I know, how can I go back? And if I saw this kid, what would I do? Like, what would I say? How could I do to where it's just not a, I told you so it's okay. I'm let me, let me listen first. I think that's the big part. Of it. 
I agree. And I think it, it comes a point where we also have to realize that it's okay to be immature when we're old, but to a certain degree. Because that's kind of what keeps us youthful, keeps what, us young. immature. What do you? Us... What do you mean? So I'm 24. Yeah. 24? Who's 23? I'm trying to. I'm see, trying to I'm keep trying up to, with John. I'm trying to skip a skip a year. <laughs> oh yeah. Down. But yes, I'm mature. Like I need to mature. I need to be older. I am yeah. mature. I'm old. But it's also fun to be young and to joke around. Yeah, be but you're immature. in your 20s, dude. But I'm saying, like, even as, like, an older, you know, like, when you're getting in your 30s, when you're getting in your 40s, like, yeah. it's okay to joke around, be young, like... I mean, also be, be 40, challenging people to race. Be playful. Yeah. You gotta... Wanting to race, tickle it, like, uh... Thomas tickled a grown man last night. Okay, I'll, like... I'll get hold up. Let's, 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 let's get... <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> that, that doesn't... Grown man that. tickling. I don't know, that. I don't know about that. That's, uh... Oh, big boy? You, okay, hold on. Let me ask you, let me ask you a personal question here. <laughs> okay. You ticklish? Well, right so, now, no. Why don't you open me. up? A I'm, not, I'm not gonna just jump over. I mean, I, I normally would. If I knew you for longer, I would. But I understand some people have boundaries. I respect boundaries. So I these, don't. so these past three hours, is it long enough for you? To... <laughs> is that what you're saying? No, but um, <laughs> to answer your question, I don't see myself. I mean, like, if I get, how how do you know if you're a ticklish person unless you're getting tickled all day? Like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You just know if you're ticklish because it happened. Come on, come on. Yeah, but you don't just wake up. Like you don't like you wake up with like you like you feel your like tickle like (laughs) start waking up with you like they start like Billy rocking with you like. like, do they brush your teeth too? Like, what do they the have to go through their process? <laughs> Yo, Jai, I'm not you're not actually understanding. Right Yo, Jai, you're getting me tight how in depth you're going about tickling. What's bro. going on, though? Like, like you, do you want to be tickled? So, right do now? you have tickle experience on I, your resume? <laughs> listen, I tickle my kids, but that's as far as you I kids? would go. That's because, no, I, I work with kids. There you go. <laughs> you um, gotta give them. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you work with kids. What do you do, Ja? Why do you work with what kids? What do you do? Um, I am a preschool teacher. Yes, sir. That's cap. For a lead preschool three, teacher. Three, yes, a lead. Thank you. <coughs> a lead preschool teacher for three to four year olds. Um, Did you tickle? Playfully, <laughs> I, we do play. I do play with them sometimes. What does that mean, Josh? No, I. I. I you might understand, but I don't. I'm not trying to get the police called on me. That's, that's why I'm telling you. What does he mean by playing with children? That sounds uh He's a teacher, toys. bro. Oh, oh, oh. What the f- Toys? Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, Full dude. disclosure, yeah. if you're sitting here listening to this, wondering how I'm playing with my kids and you're reaching, please stop. Johnny's joking, <clears> but if you hear this. It's Johnny Bag of Donuts. Bag of Donuts. Yeah. He's reaching for donuts. Please don't They aren't there. No. And and Janik is, is a wonderful lead lead preschool teacher. He was we were talking earlier. Um like this tell me what you told me, man, like about your passion, like why you got into this. It's you know, and you're young too. Like I don't meet many young people that with that mindset. Go, yeah, that like, go for that. That want to help those kind of I mean, maybe older kids, but like not, you know. I think that's a beautiful passion to share. I think before I even started 
working there, I didn't think the way that I do now, obviously. But going through the through the two years and a half that I've been there, even though they're young, they still can learn a lot. They still can grab what they want from what you say, from how you act. So I feel like they follow actions more. Ba- oh saying. yeah, totally. So I try to base my actions off of how they are to let them know that the actions and the energy that they give off will be reciprocated to them at all costs, no matter who you are. So if a kid comes in and they're really upset and they decide to throw their shoes on the floor and take them off and don't want to put their shoes on, I take those shoes away. And then later in the day, if they're walking around with no shoes on and their feet get dirty or their feet get hurt, they come to me and they complain. And I'm saying, well, you threw your shoes. No one told you to do that. I didn't take your shoes away from you. So... Mr. J, I farted. Then at that point, it becomes a learning skill that I, I don't really have to put a lot of effort into because they're understanding natural consequences just by living, just by going through their experiences. And I think another thing about staying young is we are told when we're young that we're different, we should be doing this, we should be doing that, but we never really take it seriously when we're hearing it during that like teen years or younger because we haven't experienced it yet. Mm. So I try to give them as much experience, even as three to four year olds, as much as possible to let them know that this is what life is going to be about. I feel like consistency towards them. Like if you say something enough times for anyone, like if you say something to a kid, like, Oh, you don't hit like, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't hit another student slash child. Mm-hmm. You know, like you keep saying that over and over again to them. I feel like everyone will get the point. Yeah. Like no matter how you know, repetition, consistency of telling someone. Yeah. At, like that young. Cause they don't, they don't listen. I'm not gonna say they don't listen. I'm saying you know what I'm trying to say. Like, no, they're I understand not, what you're they're too young to understand um, certain things at that time. You know? I would say, let me give you an example <clears throat> of like a hitting situation. Mm-hmm. So you can have a kid who's very aggressive, aggressive mm-hmm. and even though they hit, they don't think that they're hitting. They don't see it as a bad thing. Yeah, like playful. They they think they're being playful, but to the other person, to the other kid, they're coming to the teacher and they're complaining. They're saying the student is hitting me. And now what I would do is I would tell the kid, hey, listen, you hit him. He let it go. Say sorry. But if you keep hitting him, you have to be prepared for when he decides to hit you back or she decides to hit you back. And then what I do with the other kid is you tell them, I didn't like that. Can you please stop? But then I also tell them if he keeps hitting you, you hit them back. Because sometimes talking is not enough. Sometimes talking doesn't get the message clearly through that I don't like to be hit. So now, just like you gave me my hands, now you can get my hands. Just like you gave me your hands, now you can get my hands. So, um, and that goes with reciprocation of energy. Um natural consequences. Um. So, sorry about the play. Uh, we had a bit of a 
issue come up, but we're back now. So moving forward, now that we see what direction this podcast is seemingly going to take, whenever the next generation is, is getting older and coming in and we were talking about what we were talking about, what, what are some things that you would have wanted to, what have been some things that you would have had to like had happen to you when you were younger, some things that you would have wanted teachers to say or things you wanted, you would have wanted parents to try and understand. Oh, I got a perfect story. All right. So I went to a middle school in the middle of the city of Newburgh, which is not the best area. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of a lot of interesting things that would happen in the school, such as uh, some fights, some uh, sexual activity in the stairways. Oh. So obviously a bad area, bad uh, bad school. But one thing that I never got was. Seventh grade in science class, first period, and we were taking notes with the lights off. Really, this is an interesting, interesting story. So I'm taking notes, and this kid, no names will be mentioned. This uh, kid decides to come over to me and ask for a pencil. I say I don't have a pencil. He reaches for my pencil. I say it's my pencil. You cannot take my pencil. He proceeds to put me in a headlock and actually choke me in seventh grade for a fucking pencil. And I mean, let me put it this way. This kid did not want to take notes. He just wanted to look like he was taking notes. He was uh, not, not the smartest cookie in the jar. But yeah, he, he proceeds to... To put me in a headlock and choke me for a fucking pencil. And I'm sitting here calling the teacher. The teacher does not look. The teacher does not care. And I'm like, what the fuck do I do here? This kid's choking me for a fucking pencil. I can't I can't do nothing about it because he's taller than me. And he has my feet above. Like, I'm off the ground. What am I supposed to do? Why is the teacher not looking at me banging my feet on the fucking table. Fuck you. Getting attention. Nothing happened because I didn't give a fuck. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like I mean, a yeah, really, but still like it wasn't a bad choke. It wasn't something that I couldn't breathe type shit, but it was like what are you doing type of thing. But that's something I never understood as the teacher should always be observant of surroundings. But yeah, that's that's a crazy story I've never told actually to anyone. But well, shit, dude. Well, thank yeah, you for sharing. No problem, but well, no, definitely. So, teachers being more observant. Yeah. Directive number one that we'll get to. You say just people. Uh, I'll say adolescent. <clears throat> adolescent. What's the word? Or elders. Elders should be more observant in certain situations, in my opinion. That's, and that just kind of like brush things off. Yeah. Because you never know. I know. I know. My uh, brother here really wanted to go next. So, what about you? Well. Basically, and this was last year in eighth grade, before COVID and everything happened, and <clears throat> the, I had a teacher, an English, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, an English teacher, and everybody seemed a little distracted. Yeah, yeah, because the show that you put on, but um, so I had an English teacher, and I started out liking her in the beginning of the year, but for some reason, she just 
slowly started to seem like she didn't enjoy my presence more and more. And I also was in one of those classes where it has like an assistant teacher in it. So there was also another teacher in there that had the same problem with. And eventually it got to the point where I was kind of getting in trouble every day for the most stupid reasons. Mm -hmm. And I was getting borderline the SRO called down just because I was in class a second later than the belt. And this added frustration to me and everything. Frustration? Fru I don't know. Like frustration. I was just frustrated because I couldn't understand why this was happening. And I also had a best friend. Um, his name was Walter. And I don't think he would care if I said his name. But his name was Walter. And he was basically like my best friend in that school. If we did everything together, if we got in trouble, we basically got in trouble together. And it was one of those type things. But Walter, let's just say he was sagging. Not on purpose, just because his belt was loose. I was also sagging, but it wasn't to the point where it was noticeable. I just could feel that I was sagging. And I proceeded to pull my pants up as I should. Because, you know, I just don't think sagging is cool, you know, you know, but Walter keeps sagging everything. We're walking to class, walking to that English class, and the assistant teacher says, William, pull your pants up. At this point, my pants are already pulled all the way up, and Walter beside me basically has his pants down to his thighs. And um, I said, I don't I already have my pants pulled up. And I said that as I was walking into the classroom, going to my desk, and she started to get mad that I talked back and she was like, pull your pants up, William. And at this point I was sitting down and I had my pants as far as they would go. And I started to get frustrated. I was like, they're already up. Just start the lesson. And at that point, my friend Walter was laughing and I was kind of confused what's going on, but I already knew the direction it was going. And I tried to defuse it, but she kept on pushing like the situation. And then the, the actual teacher comes in the room and then she's just like, what's going on? And then the assistant teacher is just like, William was sagging and he wouldn't pull his pants up. And I was just, and I actually talked back at this point. I was like, I wasn't sagging. Stop accusing me of something that didn't happen. And at that point, they called a, like, administrator down. They called two administrators down, actually, by the end of it because I wasn't going. And I was refusing to go to the office over something that i didn't do the whole class was at my defense also they were just they were they were getting ready to go to the office the whole class was about to get ready to go to the office and i'm just saying like this is ridiculous and i get to the office and i'm telling the assistant principal all this and the assistant principal is on the teacher's side and i was like of course you're on the teacher's side because you can't see from my perspective what was going on and i was actually screaming in tears at this point because i was so upset and I, I just was so upset. And at the end of it, they gave me a week of ISS for said for being disrespectful. But I wasn't being disrespectful until they disrespected me by accusing me of something that I didn't do, not listening to me. And I, I, I mean, I admit I was a bit disrespectful. I mean, I wasn't. I'm not saying I wasn't disrespectful, but it, it was the point that they gave me a week of ISS because of the sagging, and then being disrespectful when the whole situation could have been easily taken care of if you would have just, you know, listened and actually observed. But there, that was only one of the instances that happened with that assistant teacher. Um, turns out that assistant teacher was a racist and she is now fired because of my mom, because um, she took it to the head people. And there was reports of her being saying like racist remarks and everything. But yeah, it's all taken care of now. But I just wish that, you know, 
that teacher wasn't I don't even know. I guess it kind of goes from perspective also, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, a long story, but true. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, it's fine. Thank you for sharing. Appreciate it. So, if anything more, do you think, like, the higher to be more involved, like, in, in going around public house and the classroom or just talking yeah. to students? Or? Yeah, because they didn't do anything. Not a single <clears> thing. <throat> and I was sitting there. And even the ISS teacher, whatever, because she, she was a tough cookie. Like, nobody liked her. But even when I told the ISS teacher she saw a slip that why I was in there for a week, she tried to get me out of ISS because she was screaming at the teachers, like, why are you putting this kid in ISS? Let him do his schoolwork. And, but, yeah, I just got a week of ISS for nothing. So that's kind of what my perspective on it is. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Well, you, Mike. Can we re-mention the question again? <laughs> <laughs> a little track, under huh? the influence of any uh, drugs or uh, alcohol, yeah, after Michael. After viewing whatever's on the screen, I almost feel like I am. Oh, we're we're gonna we're. Gonna... <laughs> but, uh, wait you for said that. it's essentially. Um, what do we feel like teachers can improve on? Is that not necessarily more so like with perspective <laughs> and observe? Yeah, like, being observant perspective. Like what happened? In, give me a. Something in your life that happened where someone could have been more observant, or is that kind of yeah, like like something you wish a teacher or even a parent had done that you you like something that like an event or a social situation that happened within your family and you wish that your parents or that parent or that teacher had done something different, like they had said something to you, they had been more understanding, more mm-hmm. observant, try to see more from your side of things, or like what what would have made you feel like you were in a more safe space, a more uh, comfortable setting to have a reasonable discussion with them that wouldn't have made you feel as if you were being attacked or that they just weren't listening or that they didn't get it because they were older or something else. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a great question. Um, I'm going to try to dig in and find an example. Um, nothing jumps at me. I'd say taking understanding where I'm coming from, not listening to me. Um, yeah, you a lot if you're thinking this hard. Either a lot or not. I mean, it, that's fine. Like, if you yeah. can't think of anything at the moment, like, you, there's, there's no pressure. I mean, I'm not. You don't. No, I, I would love moment, to but... share, but I just really can't. Yeah, no, that's fine, man. That's fine. So give us something else that you might want to talk about. Well, I guess to just emphasize and highlight what you and William mentioned was essentially perspective taking and empathy are the two values that I identify. Um, I guess as a, a man of perspective, I think it's important that we identify values or positives and not necessarily emphasize and highlight the negatives. So in both those situations, I think for yours, Johnny, that if the teacher, like you said, was more observant, more aware of their surroundings, um, being, you know, listening, whether it be with the visuals, but just having a a sense of awareness of the classroom and, and the number one responsibility as any parent, as any teacher, as any elder should be safety whether you're dealing with children, other employees, 
anyone that's your responsibility outside of you as an individual, like safety should be, you know, at the forefront. So for your situation, that should have been emphasized more. Yeah. Um, with William, you know, perspective taking, empathy, being able to look at a situation from multiple angles, being able to understand where one person is coming from, not being judgmental and having a hatred towards somebody just because of the color of their skin or whatever was going on with the teacher where they had to nitpick the smallest of things on that day where they had a class to teach, but instead wanted to make a case with William. Um, so empathy, I think, comes in into play of whether it be the pencil, whether it be the pants, like at the end of the day, we're yeah. there, like we're in a situation to learn, like, how am I supposed to learn if I can't have my basic needs met of having a pencil and be able to sit in the classroom and not getting kicked out and have in-school suspension for a week? I agree. Um, so I guess I would emphasize those values of perspective taking and empathy. Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> thank you. What about you? Uh, uh, is it my turn now? Yeah. Oh, Meek. Um, I guess I would, I have a different perspective being a teacher myself. I think first and foremost, I want to say the teacher's main job, um, no matter what level of education the student is in from preschool to universities is a level of safety to the point where the kid can feel safe and feel at ease so much so that they can learn. Um, and I think the experiences you, Johnny and Will just described were something that I never actually experienced myself. Um, I would start with Johnny's first cause he went first. Um, it definitely was not cool that she didn't acknowledge it once you said something. But if I was a teacher, I also can't get upset if you decided to take that situation into your own hands. Because yeah. at this point, this guy has his hands around yeah. my neck or your neck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To the point where it's like, okay, you're not going to do anything. So now I'm going to do something about it because this is my neck. I understand that it's not yours. Yes. But you have to be understanding of when I decide to do something, you can't turn around and blame it on me yeah. and say that I was wrong and say, oh, why didn't I come tell you or whatever the situation is. Because okay. now if you say, if there was to be like, why didn't you come tell me? And you'd be like, oh, I did. Now it's you're against them when you're not you yeah. the only thing you were trying to do was just get my point across get your point across but even be safe stay like yeah make sure you're okay mm -hmm. someone choking you inside of a classroom full of people is unacceptable <clears throat> yes 100%. um so i think that's another thing that i wish teachers would do is that they would be like, okay, I understand that I missed that. 
and I don't blame you for taking things into your own hands because that's also something we are trying to teach you is trying to be individuals, mm-hmm. trying to have a mind of your own, trying to make decisions on your own. Um, so um, to move on to Will's situation, um, that's an extreme case. I think it's so extreme to the fact that she got fired. But I commend you and I commend your mom for speaking out about it and doing something about it. Now, there are a bunch of kids who will go through a situation like this and just sweep it under the rug. Don't even go home and tell their family about it. Go home and just internalize it. And just think, oh, maybe the next day will be better. Or even worse, go home and decide to just retaliate on a whole different level that would make them seem like the situation that they were going through is a, is, is a lot less worse than what they put everyone else through in terms of quote-unquote like school shootings, I would say. Um, so... It's good that you guys took that extra step and now they get taken out of the system. Now we're reading those type of people out. So then we get people in who are accepting of all cultures. And I think that's what a teacher should be. Probably better at the job than... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Such and such, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that person was a good teacher, but maybe... If they're a racist, then, like, you don't know, like, there's no job description when you apply to be a teacher that says you will teach all kids that look like you. There's never. There's never, even at Catholic schools. Mm -hmm. When you sign up to be a teacher, you sign up to teach everyone. You want to help all kids, not just kids that look like you. If that's the case... Have your own kids and homeschool them. Teach them yourself. Um, so, yeah. Um, but I would say for me, what I wish my parents or a teacher did, um, I was a top track and field recruit my junior and senior year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the fastest people in the nation at the time. And I got told senior year, we graduate in June. I got told about January or December, January of my senior year that if my SAT wasn't this score, I wouldn't be able to run D1. Damn. A score that I had no idea about. My guidance counselor decided to tell me that. When at that point, there's people already signing letters of intent. There's kids who have already decided where they're going to go to school. They have D1 scholarships set for them already. And me, it's like, you're telling me this now? Damn, dude. Like, like it was expected of, that you should have known that. Yeah, like, like, there's, there's no way that... After combine like combining my GPA, I have to get this score. 
I know there was kids that are smarter than me that didn't even get this score. That take higher level classes in high school that didn't even get this score. And now you want me to go and try to take it as many times as I can? No, it's not gonna. That's it's not. not it's not. So it's like, were you really there for me? Because I don't really feel like you. I told you what I wanted. We sat down the beginning of the year, the beginning of junior year. Also, I told you what my plans were. So I wasn't running track for no reason. Who 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 has this status in high school and doesn't think that they would might want to run D1 in college? Yeah. And I just feel like I wasn't put in the right, in the best position to get to the best school I wanted to. Now, there's like some exceptions to the rule. My coach wanted me to go really far away from home. I wasn't really about it, yada, 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 but still. Who's to say that I wasn't even going to be able to run there if my GPA wasn't set up with my SAT score? Yeah, no, man, that, that makes sense. Like, so, um, <sighs> what did you say? That's, that's a guidance counselor. That's not a teacher. Though. Yeah, yeah, but that's still someone who's, who's actually there to help you. Yeah. You know, their job is to help you with classes, to help you with extracurriculum help. To give you that guidance. Literally, yeah. it's in their name, and they still weren't. Who was your guy? Mr. Rogers, sorry. I don't even know. <coughs> it don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. At the point of life, you're past it. It doesn't matter anymore. You know what I'm saying? Please, please no, 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 no. I, oh. I, sorry. Yeah, no, no, keep going. Um, but, yeah, that's a shitty situation. That could have been handled way differently. Way differently. Like, and I know that, like, that work would have to be done by me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing that mm-hmm. you could do to get me that score. You can't take the test for me, but you feel like you give me enough sooner. time to try to get a score. Yeah. Because you knew for however long, even, I wouldn't even they say just them. sophomore years. I'm, I would say even sophomore year, you knew what my plans were. You knew what my dreams and my aspirations were. And there's no shot they didn't see you or hear you on the announcements. Like, you know what I'm saying? They knew who you were in, as a person and what you were capable of. You know what I'm saying? That's Making... true. But, I mean, also, it is it is track. It's not football. It's yeah. not basketball. I mean. But um... what were you doing in high school, John? In track, what were you doing? <laughs> it doesn't matter what sport it was. No, shit, I'm no. saying though, like his name, like no, I'm I'm trying to highlight it's the accomplishments is yeah. what you know, like doesn't matter what sport, like if it's football, got the most treatment for being, you know, outstanding and yeah. whatever it was. Yes, we won sections every now and then, but at the same time, like that was light work for the track team like they won states like every but it's, year i feel like they're not and, like, pronounced they didn't get they, the they don't get popularity the acknowledgement. exactly exactly is what i'm saying like mm, that, but you tell it was acknowledgement. job announcements i mean i heard track every now and then yeah like four by two they won but like they didn't i think that's also school culture like school culture yeah 
I get what you're saying. Um, you know how it but is. But at the same time, it's like it doesn't make sense when we have tennis athletes or golf athletes that are going to this, you know, big name schools or whatever. Right. How big was your school? Like, how big was your class? 30, there's, well, currently there are three different. Well, there's three high schools and, <sighs> that are under the same name as NFA. You have NFA Main Campus, you have NFA North Campus, and you have NFA West Campus. Jesus. I believe we have 4,200 students or something within the three campuses. It's ridiculous. I only have 400. Yeah. My, my school only had 100. <laughs> my high school was bigger with students than my college. Yeah, that's... that's... <laughs> yeah. You were, you were driving me down, I saw, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, yo, my my campus fits on your football field. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, and in that in that aspect, you can say that where you go to school or where you are located in, and you can even say a certain state mm-hmm. could affect cultural or regional. Mm-hmm. For going it, back it, to, it could affect the people there, because in the South, for Williams instance, there was a racist. Well, we. Well, it was a racist teacher, right? Like, yeah. she was actually yeah. a racist Yeah, okay. You don't... I, I don't want to say you won't find that in a city school or a more populated school, mm-hmm. but it's not as common to mm-hmm. hear that in a in a city school or a more populated school. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. In, no. in a way. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's just... That's what I wanted to talk about was, like, how different and how... Just, yeah, just how different it is to grow up in a rural, not so populated area compared to us, even though we're still outside of the city. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, man. It's like, I'll tell you what. I mean, I, y'all, or blah, blah, blah. Johnique. Got it right? Yes. I'm getting there. Just say Ja. No, calling him by his goddamn name. Ja, <laughs> Um, But yeah, like, uh, with what he was saying and with what some of my uh, roommates were saying, like it's just been a habit to not. I because I whenever whenever I'm in Southport, I don't have to worry about locking the door. I don't. I could leave it unlocked all day, all week, and come back and it'll be fine. Yeah. And like that's something like it's just become a habit for the past for the past eighteen years of my life where I never had to worry about that. And then I get now I get to college. I'm actually in a in a minor city. And I was like, yeah, let's go for a walk. And you're like, we, we don't go for walks in this hour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. That makes sense here. And but, like, back home, I could go for a walk at 1 a.m., like, no worries, and walk across a guy's yard and stargaze. So it's just it, weird. It's a, it, I guess you could say it's a cultural, um, what would you say, a cultural, like, what is it cultural? It's a big difference, you know? It's a big. I don't want to uh, call it an awakening, but <laughs> I don't know if it would. I'm looking for the word. Awakening. I just can't think, I think of it right now. It's I think the difference that we're exposure. talking about is um, just uh, from Mariel. Let me not say that. Um, I th- all right. Like there was a lot that was said. Hold on. Yeah, you're, you're good, man. Yeah. This is Hold on, wait, let me think. Let part me of the think. podcast. Well, from but one like, thing to the other, and after this, we're, we're going to this. Then, then it's cut. Um, I would say... Also, uh, two-minute timer warning. Okay. Yeah. 
I would say that in a place like here, a school that we went to, you have so many people, so it's more of a, it's it's a big melting pot. Diversity. So there's a lot of diversity. So there is no room to be, quote unquote, prejudiced towards anyone, because then you'll have to be prejudiced up towards everyone. A thousand kids. Yeah. If you're gonna be prejudiced towards one, you have to be prejudiced towards everyone else that looks like them. And when you're in a big melting pot like NFA was, mm-hmm. you have to be prejudiced to all of them. Yeah, but and you... that becomes impossible because you might find some of them to be friendly. You might find some of them to be really cool. You might play sports. Some of them might be on your sports team, and that's how you guys gain your friendship. Or respect. you guys are in band, or mm-hmm. you sat next to each other in class type of thing. Yeah. It's all about seeing the other side, you know what I'm saying? Just having that mutual respect for someone. Honestly, part of me wishes I could have gone to a school like yours. Like, I mean, I'm I'm happy. Like, I'm so happy that I went to the school that I went to. But, I mean, honestly, until I got to early college, I barely saw another black person. Like, yeah. all the way from preschool to elementary school, it was predominantly white. I mean, I didn't really, you know, see color, but it was no, like, yeah. you know. When and you think I, back on it from yeah, when now. I'm thinking back, I'm like, holy shit, I was yeah. really, the, <laughs> I was really the only one. Like, <laughs> damn. I, I can go from that for me too, because when I might, when I was growing up, I didn't growing up, and I played sports, predominantly basketball. I wasn't always how do you how do you put this? I'm gonna just say it, I was pretty much the only white guy on the team, majority of the time. So I can get where you're coming from. It's just opposite, you know. You went to a predominantly white school. I was on a predominantly uh, African American. Uh, sports team. So, in a way, I can relate. But, that's all. It's a sense of... It's just... Majority and minority. Yeah. It's also where you... It's, it's just where you are. You know? Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just different. It's just built different. <laughs> <laughs> like the baseball. Yeah. But with that said... Um, thank you for tuning in, dear listeners. Maybe it's morning, maybe it's night, maybe you're trying to get away from something with the world, but either way, thank you for joining us. Now, if you do want to stay tuned, at this point, aside from all of that tomfoolery and uh, all that little deep delve in the rabbit hole of our mind palaces, we'll be going into a different, more of a psychedelic trip with something called Super Jail. Now, I was introduced to Super Jail by my mentor, Dr. Gamble, who is the most badass mentor and professor that I know. God bless you, Dr. Gamble. If you are listening, I have given you a shout out. Um, but yeah, it's uh, if you've ever seen Midnight Gospel, it's like that. But imagine mixing it with Mad TV and really having some some fuck shit. So <laughs> as this world. Out of this world, uh, what is it called again? Super Jail. Super Jail. I watched it a couple of times with you one time. Did we really watch it that long ago? Yeah. Wow. Let's just say. No I, rem- I remember seeing the, the Brocky uh, female officer thing. Huh. So Damn. I, I have watched this a couple of times, a couple of episodes. It's just vague. Yeah. But 
So what do you, what do you guys think? Because you were all trying to focus while I had to play in the background. So what do you think? Yeah, so basically... No, 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 no. Don't tell them what it is. Yeah, we're going to watch them, so then you can vocalize it. But just what no, do you I think? That, that's, I mean... Okay. I mean, it was... It, oh, my gosh. I couldn't stay focused. <laughs> I'm even looking at all the episodes, I can't stay focused. Like, what even is that? It's definitely, it's definitely a different kind of... It's like a Rick and Morty thing. But, you like, know? it's Rick and Morty it, flipped it really on its works, head. It, re- it works your head. It works, it works your head. <laughs> It makes you think, it makes you sit there and actually watch it. It's very engaging. If you could see Mikey's face right now, he was just... All I gotta say is whoever created this has an imagination that is far beyond... (laughs) Listen, I'm not gonna be the one to to judge here, but the the creator of Super Jail was definitely off the psychedelic drug, (laughs) and you could see it in the work, and I'm I don't want to make assumptions, but I just did. I don't care because if you ever watched it, you know what I'm talking about. All after, right. After we just talked about not being prejudiced, this man made an assumption. <laughs> I just, hey, if you watched it, you know what I'm talking about. That's going to be very loud. Very creative. Absolutely beautiful. That's gonna Let's be finish beautiful. watching episode three. That's going to be very Shall loud. we? Because I just turned to see a Indian ascending to the dark realm, I think. <laughs> Let's find out. Oh, yeah, let's, oh, excuse me. Let me back up for you, John. Very creative to say oh, the least. Let me, let me switch positions. Um, do, you, do you have... Do you feel what I'm saying? Do you, is the sound bar on? No, sir. Oh, I, Jesus I, Christ. I, I, that's, that's something. I'm exhausted. <laughs> what is that? 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 Jesus, it's like Modoc had a cripple child. Looks like my fucking ball sack. <laughs> okay. Just got the fist. Oh, what did I walk into? It seems four parts was one too many. One too many. What kind of freaking Star Trek? Compassion. Masticus. <laughs> <laughs> This show is different in all aspects of reality. You don't say. You don't say. Oh, yeah, what do you think of the guy who keeps escaping and getting brought back to jail? That is a crazy sequence. Super jail? Oh, look, here it is again. Oh, no. The intro of every episode is different. Jesus. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Oh Oh my god. And, and if you know, it's different every intro. Yeah, because that's yeah. just showing how he got into jail. No, but I'm saying this part. No, no, wait, look at that. What is that? Wait, that this has a storyline? Nah, it's just about something. Something. Does it have a, a, a beginning, middle, and end? Is there a plot? It's just saying it has a beginning in between the beginning and in between the beginning. Like if there was a book, what would be on the back of it? 
A death picture. <laughs> uh, the, the super jail. You know? What's the super jail? The volcano place thingy. <laughs> Someone's getting jerked off by a bird. Hey, yo. What the fuck? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? Let's see who's getting ready. Yo. <laughs> little anal extraction can't hurt you. Hey, yo. The end on King Sense. <laughs> Jared, are these what you call immigrants? I think they're women, sir. They're women, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're throwing the sex robot from Rick and Morty. What is that? Bro, that looks like a moon. Oh my god, they're female versions of them. The moon emoji. <laughs> Why does the female version of the crazy dude look like a male? Let's make sure we pump it upward. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I'm not sure what you're trying to do. Maybe I can help you with 
the problem. Sorry for any confusion. We are replacing outdated operating systems for more efficient technical support. Oh fuck! For a more extreme injury, try dislocating the rotator cuff in a counterclockwise motion. Oh fuck! That's more than a grown man child. Soon his super gel will be mine. I can take Charisse, Edgar. Ooh, her shit's really corny. Yeah, corny pose. <laughs> what? Bro, they just be killing shit all day. Oh my god! Yo, what the fuck am I watching? 
Oh, it's a shaft and that's it's a penis. A <laughs> Yo. That's kind of that's kind of crazy how I just figured that out. Circular hair goes up like a head. Considering I have to be up at five o'clock tomorrow, I think I might call. Her, play another one. I would love to watch another one, especially after that one. 